my first time ever, like, really recording myself, so it kind of feels weird, because, let me just, let me just start over. Hi, my name is Daniela Rebecca Sanchez. I personally go by Rebecca, because it's my middle name, and I just think it's a little bit more prettier. Um, this is my first ever podcast episode, and this is also my first ever podcast kind of series. The reason that I started this podcast was because I have a lot of things on my mind and I have a lot of things to say about a lot of things. And, you know, sometimes I usually just say them in my room in my room when no one's home. But I want to share them with the, with the world and I just want everyone's opinion. And, um, yeah, let's just go ahead and get started. So, yeah. <laughs> Okay, I don't really know what to talk about. Um, I usually kind of thought that with the podcast, you would just think of something that like just popped up in your head and just start talking about it. But then the more podcasts I started listening to, to I mean, I just studied. The more podcasts I just started listening to, I actually found that that there were... Um, ideas before the podcast came out um I didn't know that like you had to do that I don't currently really think of anything well you know what I actually do because that's why I started this whole entire podcast I do think of a lot of things but usually when I'm on camera I kind of just forget or when I'm on recording I just kind of forget um if I sound sick or, like, congested, and if you hear me, like, doing that a lot, that's my nose, and that's because I just had a mental breakdown, (laughs) um, and it's because I started, and I had a mental breakdown, and I started crying, and you know what, we're gonna talk about that, um, we're gonna talk about, I guess you can say, like, mental breakdowns, and why I was crying, so let's go ahead and talk about that. Okay. Mental breakdowns. Why do people have them? <laughs> like, really? Like, why do we have mental breakdowns? Because I have a lot of mental breakdowns. I really do. Uh, and I literally will start crying out of nowhere. And it will be either for the most dumbest things or literally just for no reason at all literally if i if i could be um listening to a song like a happy song i will just start crying out of nowhere and you would usually probably think like oh like she's probably just starting her period or whatever but actually no that doesn't happen i will just start having a mental breakdown um i actually really don't know the definition of a mental breakdown i'm actually gonna look that up right now the definition of a mental breakdown um what is the sorry the definition of a mental breakdown okay it says a nervous or mental breakdown is a term used to describe a period of intense mental distress. During this period, you're unable to function in your everyday life. 
This term was once used to refer to a wide variety of mental illness, including depression, anxiety, and acute stress disorder. Um, so I guess you can say... Someone asked what happens when you have a mental breakdown. If you suffer an... If you suffer a nervous or mental breakdown, you may feel extreme anxiety or fear, intense strength, and as if you simply can't cope with any of the emotional demands you feel. Symptoms of a nervous breakdown may include emotional distress as well as physical effects like chest pains and difficult breathing. Okay, so that's a nervous breakdown. What is an emotional breakdown? Frustration, anxiety, stress, upset, and depression. Together, they can lead to an emotional eruption or some people call a meltdown. Sometimes you feel so emotionally overwhelmed by unpleasant feelings that you can no longer control them or hide them from others. What counts as a mental breakdown? Okay, these aren't really giving me good answers. Um... Oh, okay, let's go to Urban Dictionary. I will sometimes go on here because I, I just don't know. So the top definition, I'm going to read the first one and the second one because those sound smart. So the first definition of a mental breakdown, it says the state of having being overwhelmed by some sort of past hurt or pain, crying over a persistently long time. And then the second mental breakdown definition says, usually occurs at night or during math class when you suddenly burst into tears due to immense pressure or stress. May also be caused by being overwhelmed. A mental breakdown may cause you to be a real jerk to your friends during one. Um, they can last from two minutes all the way up to a couple hours. Okay, so that really doesn't help. So, basically, what it's really saying is that a mental breakdown is whenever you have too much uh, that you can think of, and it just all kind of shatters. It's like a glass cup of water, I guess you can say. Um, so, the water is, you know, your emotions and your feelings. And it's, you know, in the glass cup. And the glass cup is holding the water. But when you drop the glass cup, it breaks. And not only does the barrier, the glass cake, the glass cup breaks, but then all the water, meaning your emotions and feelings, just fall out and you will sometimes start crying. And the side effects that they were saying were, like, if you were having depression or you were having anxiety and stuff like that. And those two are what I do have. Um, I do have anxiety. And I do have depression. And I've had depression for about two years now. Um, and I'm really trying to, like, get out of it. I really am, but I just, there's really nothing that has helped me so far um but anyways so the reason why i will usually have mental mental breakdowns i really don't know why usually they before they were usually always about this one guy 
but we're not going to talk about him. But today, it was just about society, really. That's really what it was, and I'm going to talk about that. So, what I mean by society is pretty much what had happened today. So, I go to school. I'm not going to tell you guys what school I go to because that's my private information and I don't want to share that with the world, not just yet. Um, But I go to school. So, one of my friends, she had come to school. I'm not going to say her real name. I'm just going to make up a bunch of names. So, I'm going to call her Becky, okay? So, my friend Becky, she comes to school and I say, like, oh, like, hey, Becky, like, how's your day and stuff like that. So, when I see her, she's kind of scared, like, shooken up a little bit, I guess you can say. And I asked her and I said, Becky, are you okay? And she says, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just a little bit shooken up about what happened last night like I'm really scared so I asked her again and I said okay like did anything happen to you like are you okay and she said yeah yeah yeah. like I'm fine it didn't happen to me it happened to someone else and I said okay like do you want to talk about it like let's get it all out now so then you don't have to feel this way during the whole entire day so she let it all out and pretty much what had happened was Her mom has a friend, and that friend has a daughter, I mean, daughter, and the daughter, we're going to call her, um, what's it called? Um, I'm trying to think of a good name. We're going to call her Megan. I don't know if that's her real name or not, because Becky, she never told me what the daughter's name was, so I'm just going to call her Megan. So, Megan was out last night and she was at the park and I don't really know if she was at the park by herself meaning alone or with friends I'm not really sure because I didn't ask those questions but um Megan she was at the park last night now I'm not going to tell you guys which park because again that's private information but she was at the park last night and she, when she was at the park, a group of men came up to her and kidnapped her. And this girl, Megan, she's, you know, around my age, you know, 13, 14. You know, she's a teenager. Um, so she got kidnapped by a group of men. And they had drove her, I don't know if that's correct grammar or whatever, but they drove her to Houston, Texas. Now, I don't really know where in Houston, Texas. All I really know is that they just drove her to Houston, Texas. And I live in Texas. I'm just not going to tell you guys where because again, that's private information. So, they had drove so they had drove her to Houston, Texas. And Megan's parents knew that she was at the park, but they didn't know that she had gotten kidnapped. So, you know, they called the police because, you know, obviously you're supposed to call the police when, you know, you can't find your child. Right? Right. So they called the police and the police found her 
in Houston. So I'm not. Re- I don't really know if they brought Megan back yet. I'm not really sure. But when they found Megan, she was scared and she was shaking. Now, yes, when you get kidnapped, obviously you're gonna be scared and you're gonna be shaking because you know you're away from your family and you're away from everything. But sometimes there's another reason to it. And they had found out that the group of men who had kidnapped Megan also raped her. They had raped Megan. And this all happened last night around 11 midnight last night. So they kidnapped a 13, 14-year-old girl, drove her to Houston, and then raped her. So that was, you know, very sad to hear. It really was. But then my friend Becky had told me another story similar. And not only did the other girl got kidnapped and raped but she was killed and I don't really know the correct answers on how you can be killed now yes I obviously know some of the answers of how you can be killed when you're when you get kidnapped and raped but the thing is is I don't know if the girl had gotten raped and killed while they raped her or they raped her and then they killed her again I don't really know that part but then you know that was obviously really sad because these girls they're you know um middle schoolers you know 13 14 sometimes 15 if you know because some girls are like that and they're getting raped um, so, you know, it's very sad. And, you know, usually I would have thought, sorry, I'm like on another app right now and someone's texting me. So, sorry, they, all these people keep on texting me. I'm kind of getting a little sidetracked. So, um, yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, like, I'm kind of getting really busy. I'm, like, really busy right there. Um, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm getting really sidetracked. Again, this is my first podcast, so that's why it's, like, really crappy. And, like, you know, if you got to do what you got to do, then, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Um, 
Okay. I'm about to come back in three, two, one. Okay, I'm back. Um, But anyways, and you know, yes, I've heard these stories about girls getting raped and kidnapped multiple times. But the thing is, is that since this was happening, since I found this out from one of my friends... It kind of still hurted because this was the second time I heard this from one of my friends. The first time I heard it from my friend named Taylor. Again, that's not her real name, but we're going to call her Taylor. So what had happened was with Taylor is that she had to do it. She had to do it for her family, pretty much. Because so... Taylor's cousin had a boyfriend, okay, at the time. And this time, and at the time, you know, they were going, her family was going through, like, a really tough time, and it was just all, it was just a really bad place for Taylor. So, her cousin was dating this guy, and her cousin was, you know, kind of into, you know, drugs. So... I don't really know. I don't know if this is correct. I'm not sure. I would have to ask her. But the drug dealer, Taylor's cousin's drug dealer, um, needed money back. And Taylor's cousin, like, never paid the drug dealer back, never paid him back. So the drug dealer was pretty much kind of, like, threatening Taylor and was saying, like, all this stuff. And her boyfriend... Her cousin's boyfriend had found out, and her cousin's boyfriend, you know, wanted to fight the drug dealer. So one day, the drug dealer was trying to do something to Taylor's cousin, and then Taylor's cousin was like, hey, like, instead of doing this, why can't your payment just be you raping my cousin? So the drug dealer took the payment and then raped my friend Taylor. Um, so, I don't, I I don't, I really don't know. Um, but the thing is, is, like, she had, Taylor had to do it, because if she wouldn't have done it, then her cousin would have probably been dead by now. Pretty much. Her cousin would have probably been dead right now. And it just wouldn't been okay. So, um, I don't know if you guys watch the news, read the news. I don't know what you guys do. But, um, I personally get my little news from the apps I follow, that from the apps I have, you know, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, all that. Um, but when I was on Snapchat today, a lot of these people, they were talking about, like, a girl getting raped and stuff like that. So, I went into a little digging. And I don't know if you guys heard this or not, but... A 26-year-old man, let that sink in for a little bit, a 26-year-old man 
found a little girl who was 11 years old. Well, she is 11 years old. So a 26-year-old man found an 11-year-old girl and had raped her. And had raped her several times. And the 11-year-old girl, she is now pregnant with the rapist's child. Now, you would think that since this girl is 11 years old, again, 11 years old, you would think that she would get an abortion because, you know, she's still a kid and she's too young. (laughs) But guess what? Since this girl lives in Ohio, and I'm not saying that Ohio is like a bad state or whatever. Well, I'm about to kind of say that, but like, whatever. Um, since this girl lives in Ohio, she is not allowed to get an abortion. Let that sink in. A 26-year-old man raped a 11-year-old girl, got her pregnant, and now she can't get an abortion. I don't... If I go back to the page where I found it, because this was on CBS News, if you just look up 11-year-old girl in Ohio rape, I think that's what you can look up. I'm not sure. But here's what it says. It says, a 11-year-old girl in in Ohio was allegedly raped by a 26-year-old multiple times, leaving her pregnant, according to police reports. A state law passed in April, but not yet in, in effect. Says, so this law says... This is what it says on the report. The law says that victims like her won't have a choice to have an abortion. They would have to carry and deliver their rapist's child. Let that sink in. So you're telling me, and you're telling all the people in the world who watch the news and who have probably heard this before. So you're telling me that, hold on, I need a sip of my drink. It's not alcohol, it's just coffee. Mm. So you're telling me that because this girl got raped and now that she's pregnant... You're telling me that she can't have an abortion because the law says no? So you're telling me that if I got raped because I'm currently 13 years old, about to be 14 soon. So you're telling me that if I got raped and if I got pregnant and if I lived in Ohio or lived in the states that this 
law was passed because I don't remember the states that was that this law passed um but if you're telling me that if I got raped and if I lived in Ohio and if I found out and if I went to the hospital and if I told the doctors I want an abortion I'm too young the doctors are gonna say no you can't have an abortion it's against the law And you would tell me that I would go to jail or juvie because it's against the law? Like, are you, are you really that dumb to pass a law that is telling us that we can't get an abortion and we have to carry the child at 11 years old or younger or a little bit older? Now, let me finish what it also says on the on the report, too. What it also says in the report, it says the law prohibits women from attaining I messed up from obtaining an abortion after a fetal heartbeat is detected about five or six weeks into pregnancy before most women even know that they are pregnant. So you are telling me that if I was 11 years old or if I was 13, which I am now. And if I got pregnant, but I didn't, no, sorry, I messed up. So if you're telling me that if I lived in Ohio and if I was 13, I mean, and if I got raped and then if I went to the hospital and then if I found out that I was pregnant and if I asked the doctors, can I get an abortion? Or if I, or if I told the doctors that I want an abortion, the doctors are going to tell me, no, you can't get an abortion because that is illegal and you're telling me that I have to carry the rapist child and that I have to deliver it I no that is the dumbest law that is the dumbest law that I've ever heard I don't care if it's in effect I don't care. I don't care. That is literally the dumbest law that a governor could pass. Now, if you know me, like, outside of this podcast or, like, outside of social media, you would know that I'm not really a big person on politics or government or just, like, anything really about news because a lot of people, they have stuff to say. And then it's, like, when they ask me, I don't really say anything because... It's it's too much, and it's sometimes stupid, really. But when it's about abortion, and when it's about women's rights, and when it's about men telling women what they can do and what they can't, what they can and can't do, then yeah, I'm gonna say stuff because <laughs> we have a right to do what we want. If we have the right to vote. Okay, if we have the right to vote, if we have the right to education, if we have the right to all these other things, then we have the right to get an abortion. Okay, now if you don't want an abortion, if you want to have the kid, you can go ahead and have the kid. Or if you want to have the kid, but like don't want it at the same time, like if you want to give it up for adoption, you can go ahead and do that. And if you want an abortion, 
have an abortion. Again, it is your choice. I'm not telling you to get an abortion. I'm not telling you to set it up for adoption. I'm not telling you to keep the baby. I'm telling you that these men are controlling us like it's the 1800s and the 1900s. They are controlling us like they are the leaders and we are their servants. And honey, we're not your servants. None of us are. None of us are. So then later on in the later on in the report it says in an email to CBS News, the Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost defended the statue. This statue or whatever. And it says, and I quote, sometimes the evolution of the law requires blood steps, Dave Yost wrote. In the last 46 years, the practice of medicine has changed. Science has changed. Even the point of viability has changed. I I don't know what that means. Only that law has lagged behind. And then it also says, when signing the bill, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine focused on the rights of the fetus. This is what it says, and I quote, The essential function of government is to protect the most vulnerable among us, those who don't have a voice, he says. Government's role should be to protect life from the beginning to the end. Then it also says, Though the 11-year-old in this case won't be subject to the state's pending law, thousands of other women in the future would be. More than 4,000 4, women were raped in Ohio in 2017. So this was two years ago, according to data compiled by FBI, uh, by the FBI. Of those, more than 800 victims were assaulted by a family member. In the future, if a woman became pregnant as a result of such crimes, Ohio's so-called fetal heartbeat bill would prohibit them from receiving an abortion any time after about six weeks, which is before most women even know they're pregnant. So, it's pretty much saying so far, I'm still going to read more of the report, but it's pretty much saying so far that since this is a pending law, um, it's still like, it's still in effect, but it's not in so much effect now than it will be in the future. But it's pretty much saying that in the future, if this happened in Ohio again or multiple times, the woman, the women, they will not have the right to an abortion and they will have to deliver the baby. Of the rapacious child. They won't have the right to get an abortion. Um, Sorry, I'm like really dehydrated. From all this talking. Uh, (coughs) It also says in the report. An incident report filed April 29th by the local police department. Reflects an interview with an employee, employee of a pregnancy care center who appeared to place some of the responsibility of the 11 year old rape victim she is rebellious the employees employee said according to police report and refuses to listen to her mother and runs away 
from home all the time. So, then it also says, because I'm not going to talk yet, a separate incident report does not adequately redact the victim's name nor her home address, even though the victim is a minor. I have no idea what all that meant. But if you know what that meant, then you know what that meant. CBS News attempts to reach the family of the 11-year-old victim were unsuccessful. Um, da, 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 da. Do, 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 do. Wait, what? The report noted that the rape was non-forcible. Police officers found the victim at the home of her alleged rapist. Um, I'm not going to say the name because I don't want to and I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to say the name. After her family reported that she had left the residence without her mother's permission that night, the rapist was arrested. After the arrest, the re- police report says the 11-year-old rape victim was counseled on her de- on her delinquent behavior. Last week, the rapist was indicted for felony rape and obstruction of official business by the Stark County Court and held on a $1 million bond according to court documents. He's scheduled to be arranged May 20th. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, do, 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 yeah, I'm like I'm just not gonna shorten it up because it's just it's just too much. Um, hold on. I'm like, there's more. Let's just see some more. Um. Okay, that okay. That's the same thing as before. Okay, I think you guys pretty much got it. Of what I'm talking about. Yeah. These are all pretty much the same thing. So I think you guys pretty much... Un- I think you guys pretty much understand what I came from and what I was saying. Um, but... Hold on. I'm sorry. P- I'm sorry. This one person, she's texting me right now. Um, sorry, um, yeah, I'm like, there's just so many text messages.
Okay, I'm back. So, I think you guys can pretty much understand where I was coming from. And I actually did have a mental breakdown and I started crying because of it. Because it's just sad. It really is. It's sad knowing that this is the world that we live in. That because a man rapes you and gets you pregnant. And because of a dumb law. That you now have to carry the baby. And you now have to deliver the baby. And who even knows? We don't even know if the raper, if the rapist wants the child. We don't know that. The girl doesn't know that. Um. So, I really just kind of want to say... Um, I know this is, I know that the girl is probably never going to hear this. Um, but I just want the girl to know, um, this. I don't know, I don't even know if I'm going to post this or not, but I just want to let the girl know if, if you know the girl or if you, if you know the girl and or if you know her family, or if you're close to her, or if you know any of her friends, um, I just want to let, I just want you guys to let her know that I said this, and that I said this message to her, and to all the girls out there, that I'm going to find a way. It may not be tonight. It may not be tomorrow. It may not be next week. But I'm going to find a way to help you. To help all of you. To help you through this pain. And to help you get that abortion. Because you're 11 years old. You're still a kid. You, you're probably in fifth grade or middle school right now. And you now have to carry this baby. And the thing is, I know, I'm, I know that I may not actually know you, but I know that you don't want this kid. You're too young. You really are. (laughs) But I'm going to let you know right now that I'm going to find a way to help you. And I'm going to find a way to fly you out here to Texas and help you not only change and, you know, be your and, you know, be a better person because of your delinquent behavior. um, But I'm going to help you get that abortion and I'm gonna find a way and I just want to say to you and to all the survivors out there 
Now, I'm sorry. And I'm sorry that you had to go through this. I really am. I'm sorry that we live in a world like this. That when we say no, we just get pushed in the no that we tell over and over. It just doesn't work anymore. It, I mean, it never really even worked. It never did. When we told the person no, it just, it never works sometimes. And I don't want that to happen to anyone else. Because I bet you right now, I bet you this second, this minute, I bet you right now as I'm recording this, and I bet you as you're listening to this, that a person out there in the world, either here in Texas or in Ohio or in the United States or anywhere in the world, I bet you that someone is getting raped right now this second this minute i bet you someone's getting raped i really do i really bet you i really bet you that someone is getting raped and someone is getting hurt oh, i'm trying so hard not to cry um I bet you that it's happening and that we can't do anything about it because we don't know that it's happening. But I bet you one girl right now had just gotten raped. One just did. Oh, there goes another one. And another. And another. This world. It really needs to change. It really does. You know, my mother and probably all y'all's parents, you know, they probably always tell you that you're the new generation and that you're going to change the world. But if we're going to change the world, then if we're supposed to change the world, how come we're not? That's the question. How come we're not only changing? How come we're not changing the world but yet we're going to change ourselves is it because we're all selfish is it because we only care for ourselves or for our family or for our, our close friends and not just a stranger 
Or is it because we don't know how? And if we don't know how, then we're really fucked up then. Okay, guys, that's the end of this podcast. Um, I just want to say that this was kind of hard to talk about. It really was. But this was something that was kind of been on my mind for a while now. And I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank, um, I really want you guys to let all this sink in. And I really want to know y'all's thoughts. I really do. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys have a good, have a good night or a good day. And, um, I just want to say that I love every single one of y'all. You, every single one of you guys are beautiful. You are perfect in your own ways. And don't let anyone change you for that. And don't want, don't let anyone hurt you because of it. Because you are the only you that you will ever find. God put you in this earth for a reason. And it's because he wants not only you, not only me, but for all of us to make this world a better place. Alright guys. I'll see you guys later. Good night. Or goodbye. (laughs)